Welcome to the Chad Cargill ACT Test Prep Podcast, coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. This is the podcast to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much-needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test-taking strategies and tips. This week in a workshop, I was asked, how do I stay focused during the ACT? And when I was asked that question, I immediately said, wow, this would be a great podcast episode. And it's one that, I don't know, maybe I've touched on a little bit, just some ideas as we go, but never in an episode strictly on how to stay focused during the test. So today, I'm going to give an episode over that specifically, and I'm going to give you a whole list of ways that you can help stay focused on the ACT. I'll show nine different ways that you can do this. Now, at the end of the episode, I will read a couple reviews that have been posted on Apple Podcasts, and I appreciate those of you who have done that. Um, and the workshops are winding down. I mean, the day this is released, I will be uh, doing a workshop for Bartlesville High School and in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. And I think after that, there's going to be 19 more classes uh, to go uh, before the April test. So uh, get on my site, chadcargo.com, calendar.chadcargo.com, and you can see all of the classes. How do you stay focused during the ACT? Now, for this to even be discussed, I think first we have to say, let's don't look at how to stay focused on the ACT. I think first, let's look at what causes you not to be focused on the ACT. I want us to think of the distractions. What is it that is causing you to say, man, I need to figure out how to stay focused on the ACT. You can't just say, I don't stay focused and then hope to correct it, you know, without first looking at what those root causes are. I know when I worked as an engineer, we always wanted to talk about uh, these issues or whatever. And it was great to do that. And you would get in these meetings and, oh my gosh, I mean, we had so many meetings when I worked as an engineer at Lucent. I mean, we had meetings to talk about when we we're going to have a meeting. I'm, I'm not lying. And so uh, I, it, it was just crazy. And I think that what happens is you just get on, in, into these cycles of just rattling about problems going on in our lives and our families or, you know, at work or whatever. And then we don't pause and say, wait, what's the root cause of that? What, what is the, you know, one thing or the, the two main things or three main things that is causing this situation, the root cause, and let's attack that root cause. So that's what I want to, I want to focus on today. And I'm going to tell you right up front in this, that I really struggle with focus. It's a big deal to me. I, I'm bad at this. I mean, I'm not lying to you now. I, I got a lot going on in my mind. I have a hard time focusing. I remember when Shelly uh, was, uh, when she was an elementary teacher, she, my wife, Shelly taught in Midwest city, Dell city, public schools, mid Dell schools here in Oklahoma city. And she was an elementary teacher at Epperly Heights. And I, I remember that one day we were, we were driving and she uh, pulls out the sheet and she said, Hey, they gave us this sheet today about what to look for in our kids that may suffer with uh, ADD, uh, attention deficit disorder, or some of the others, uh, uh, things like that. And so she goes, I just want to read this to you. And it was a list of like 20 characteristics to look for in her kids that had uh, focus issues. And she starts reading this list. And as she's reading it, 
I, I'm just, I'm doing a little self-reflection and then she gets probably 10 of them down and she just kind of looks over at me and I look at her and we smiled as big as we could at each other because I think I was 10 for 10. I think I was every one of them. So I always tell people, I'm like, yes, I have ADD. I have ADHD and I have WEIRD. So I have a lot of D's. All right. And, uh, you know, so focus is a difficult things for me. And, and it is a difficult thing for me. And I, I think that first we need to recognize what are our distractions. I had a good friend of mine, uh, Tony Merrill was talking to me about uh, why, uh, you know, the Apple watch thing, you know, and he's like, oh yeah, you should get one. This is great. I mean, you know, you get, a, you get an email or you get a text, you just, you know, right there it is. You just lift up your, and I'm doing it here. I know we're on the the podcast and you're listening to it, but I'm doing it right here. I'm, I'm raising up my wrist. Like I could, you know, see it. And I said, listen, man, there is no way I can get one of those watches. I can't do it. I said, I have to try to get away from my technology because I promise you, I don't care how important it is what I'm doing. If that crazy watch beeped at me or lit up, I would raise my wrist and look at it. I promise you, I could be having a a very important family problem that I'm dealing with. And if that sucker went up, I would raise that wrist up and look at it. I don't want to do that. So I have to be careful that I get away from distractions. So now let's talk about how it applies to ACT. And I want to give you some practical things that you could do that may help. So I'm going to do this by identifying distractions you may have and then breaking down an alternative or a way that you could handle it. Number one, you may be distracted because you are thinking of the whole test and you're overwhelmed by it. Now I'm going to come to this one again toward the end, but I want to just address it here that if you look at the test as a whole, it can be unbelievably overwhelming. And then you have a real hard time focusing because it's one of those that you're, you're just blinded almost by the enormity of this test. And you probably haven't taken many tests that are three hours long, three, four hours long. So one thing that I want you to try to do to help you focus is I don't want you to look at the test as a whole. I really don't even want you to look at the English test as a whole or the reading test as a whole. I, I read a lot of Navy SEAL books. I love reading about the Navy SEALs and I'm, uh, I'll finish uh, tomorrow. I'll finish a book by Jason Redmond called Trident. And one thing he talks about in the book, he talks about it a lot is he says in their training, they break their days or their events into what they call evolutions. And so it's, it's a little segment. And if you look at trying to complete BUDS training for Navy SEALs, you're never, it's overwhelming. And you're like, there's no way I can make it. But one thing you'll find consistently in those books, uh, like the one from him or uh, one from Rourke Denver on, um, you know, getting through BUDS and that, what they'll tell you is, is you have to break your day, not into like get through this day. It has to be, Hey, I've got to get from right now to breakfast. And if I can get that, then I can, I can relax. And then I've got to get from breakfast to the next thing. And if you break it into very short pieces, that it becomes manageable. Now, this is important for ACTs. And what I think you've got to do is take it in small pieces. All right. 
And don't try to think, how am I going to get through four hours of this test? Maybe it's, how do I get through English? Maybe it's, how do I get through this one passage? So don't get overwhelmed by the whole. Okay. We're going to only focus on pieces. Number two, a person around you distracts you. This is unbelievably common, right? There's, there's someone around you that really distracts you. It, it can be a whole number of, of issues. I had, I, I remember one test, uh, I was taking it at Oklahoma Baptist university in Shawnee and they had us in this old classroom with these desks, you know, butted up against each other. And this girl in front of me had this super long hair and she, by, by science, she's tired. And she starts flipping her hair and she's flipping it all over my test. And it just drove me crazy. And I, I can think of other times that there were people around me that drove me crazy. And so let's talk about, you know, what we can do if that happens. Uh, one way that you can handle this is, you know, be aware of that. If you are losing focus because someone around you, I want you to shift in your chair. I want you to shift away from that person. I want you to shift your test over to the side and do it consciously. Say, okay, I'm not going to let that be a distraction to me. I'm going to consciously make a decision. I'm going to turn to my left and I'm going to test to my left, or I'm going to turn to my right, or I'm going to lean down, or I'm going to do something to where that person is not in my view. All right. That's going to be real important. Number three, you're distracted by movements in front of you. Now, this could be anything from the administrators in the front. Yes, I've sat in ACTs where the administrators sat at the front of the room and had conversations, and I listened to their conversations while I worked. It drove me nuts. I, I, I remember just different times that there would be movements in front. Maybe there would be a person in front that, uh, you know, you see students that um, spin the pencil around the fingers, you know, or go around. I don't, you know what I'm talking about. If you can visualize it, I'm, I'm doing it, trying to do it here. I can't do it. But, um, students who, you know, are able to almost like a drummer, you know, spin the sticks, uh, between the fingers, whatever. Well, if movements around you are distracting you, and that could be even a person working on his calculator during the math section, if movements around you are distracting you, here's a great strategy, wear a hat to the ACT. Wear a hat and pull your bill down over your forehead and lean forward. Now, I've found that if you do that, you can sometimes feel like you're in your own little world. And I like that sometimes because I can pull that down and curve that bill. I can turn that thing down uh, and, and I can pull it down and lean forward. And I can almost become in my own little world there. So one way you can help really avoid distractions of movements around you is by wearing a hat. Now, maybe sounds and thoughts distract you. So you have a hard time focusing on the ACT because of small sounds and your thoughts get uh, distract, cause distractions for you. Now in reading, we want to visualize what we read. So if we visualize what we read, we force ourselves, we force ourselves to think about it and that can help control your thoughts to some degree. Now, here is my own strategy that I use. Now, again, I'm a little bit weird and I've got a lot of issues. I've, I've been, you know, I said that at the beginning. And so my wife makes fun of me a lot because I always have conversations with myself. Always. I mean, you will always hear me talking to myself. If you're ever, if you're ever around and, and I'm getting ready in the morning or whatever, um, and you walk, you'll be like, 
what, who's he talking to? I, I'm always doing that. I always say I work out a lot of issues, man. I mean, I, when, when I make a phone call, I've already had that phone call like 17,000 times because I've already like actually said out loud everything I want to say for that important phone call. And I found during ACTs, I worked better and stayed focused better if I talked to myself while I worked. Now, I, I used to get in trouble for this in high school because we were in these small rooms and I'd take tests and I'd be talking to myself. I, I, I just, I mean, it'd be real quiet, but like, okay, so now I got to take the distance of that. And, put that there. And, and I just found that the more I talked to myself as I tested, the more I stayed focused. And so maybe you have to do that quietly. Maybe you have to have that internal conversation in your mind. But I would encourage you to try that. If you have trouble with your thoughts getting off base, off track, talk to yourself about what you're reading, what you're doing. Okay, I'm going to put that in. That's got to be choice B. And for me, I find that helps me. Number five on my list is maybe you get distracted by swivel chairs around you. Or maybe other, other things like the settings uh, distract you. I, I've had a lot of students who have said that in those lecture halls where the chairs kind of swing back from the table, so it's those long flat tables, you know, that curve around and they're elevated for the, you know, lecture halls and speakers. And then they have those chairs that kind of swing back and, you know, they can rock back, whatever, pivot. I've had students tell me that that is a huge distraction. It drives them crazy and they don't like that. Well, I absolutely love those chairs because I have a horrible time trying to sit still. So for me, it's a benefit. So here's what I would say. If you have trouble focusing on the ACT and that distracts you, make sure you don't sign up, take the test at a test, at a test center where that's where they give it. If you're like me and that helps you because you can move a little bit and you feel a little freer, then I would try to sign up to take the test at a test center who does that. The next one is just flat out you're tired and you have trouble staying focused because you are tired. Now on this, I want you to think about, be strategic and think about, uh, go through your test day checklist and kind of go through like, how are you going to do test morning? What is going to be your routine that's going to help you? So on days that you're really tired, what caused that? On days that you feel a little more fresh, what caused that? And try obviously to do that. But specifically during the test, let me tell you that one thing I did in science, now there are six passages in science, and one thing that I did, it was a conscious decision, I did it every test, when I finished passage one of science, and I turned the page to start passage two, I always was purposeful and intentional. I stopped what I was doing, and I stretched. I literally threw my arms over my head, I stretched for a minute, I pulled my back back. I'm doing it right now talking in this microphone, but I stretched and then I just kind of rest for a minute, roll my neck. And then I started passage two. I did it all every single passage in science. I did that. And maybe it cost me, I don't know, 45 seconds of my test time total. Maybe it was even a minute of my test time. I don't know total, but taking those five stretch breaks can make a big difference for me in staying focused. 
And so I want you to do the same. If in math you really struggle because it's so stinging hard for you and it's a one hour test, 60 questions, 60 minutes, then maybe we need to make a decision that by question 20, you're going to stop and you're going to stretch for 15 seconds. And then by question 30, you're going to do it again. And question 40, you're going to do it again. And 50, you're going to do it again. Now you go, wait a minute. I'm wasting time if I do that. Maybe, well, if that's the case, then read the next question and then stretch. That way you can think about the question while you're stretching. But I think for some people, the occasional stretch is going to be important to help you avoid being tired. Number seven, you may have trouble staying focused because you're worried about the clock. If that's the case, you need to go to podcast.chadcargo.com forward slash 10. Listen to episode 10, how to correctly keep time on the ACT. If you do what I teach in that simple episode, you will not be distracted because of time because it'll be right here beside you and you'll be able to glance at it in a split second. You'll know how much time you have left. Now, some people say, well, if I, if I have that watch right there, I'm going to keep looking at it over and over. Okay. Now you got to make a decision. Hey, I'm not going to do that. All right. And, and even if, if it's so much of a distraction to you for that, then maybe you're going to have to just come up with a different way. I don't know. But I'm telling you, if you can do episode 10 and you keep that time right there beside you and you don't worry about five minute calls, you don't look at clocks, all that. I think you can really stay focused and avoid that distraction. Number eight, you lack focus due to a lack of confidence. Your distraction is your lack of confidence. Now, there is no doubt we have a lot of test takers who just flat aren't confident. You're like, oh my gosh, you walk in there and you're like partially defeated. I think a lot of us are like that in life, right? I mean, hey, there's something to be said about when you play a ball game and you think you're going to win, man, it makes a difference. Isn't that right? It's like, uh, I mean, for the parents that are listening to this, it's like my marriage. I I am convinced we're going to win. Why? We made a decision together. We're going to win. And it doesn't matter how difficult our conversations get. I know that in the end, we're going to win. That makes a difference. And, and you have to live life like that. And I think on ACTs, you got to make a decision. Hey, I'm going to win at this. Now, l- listen, win is relative. Win is relative. A win on an ACT doesn't have to be a 30. It could be a 20. It could be a 23. It could be a 24. Win may be just simply doing your absolute best and knowing you had no regrets. That's a pretty good way to define a win on an ACT. And so I want you to have that confidence. Hey man, I'm going to win at this. I'm going to give it my all and I'm going to, and I'm going to do my best. And so look, the more you practice, the more you're confident, the less you'll be distracted. The more you take the ACT, the more you are a repeat tester, the more confident you're going to be, the less distracted you're going to be due to your lack of confidence. Your focus is going to go up. And finally, the length of the test or the section is getting you distracted. Now, this kind of ties in to a few of the others that I've done, but I want to just take one last little approach at this and tell you what I used to do. When I would start the reading test, I I was not very good at reading in high school, and it was a 35-minute test. And so I remember I would say to myself before that test began, I would say, For the next 35 minutes, I'm going to do nothing but think about what I'm reading and I'm going to kick this thing. I'm going to whip this test and I'm going to win. I remember I would tell myself that. I'd try to give myself a little pep talk beforehand, but I would specifically say 
for the next 35 minutes. I will do nothing but think about this. That helped me a bunch. Now, I think for many of you, it may be better if you said, hey, for the next eight minutes and 45 seconds, that's how much you should have per passage. So let's don't do that. Let's just say, hey, for the next nine minutes, I'm going to do nothing but think about passage one. That's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this passage and I'm going to kill it. And maybe that helps you. If you can just do that in those small evolutions, then you can just tell yourself, all right, I'm going to do nothing but think about this. It's almost like, you know, some of us, we, we lay down to go to sleep at night and our mind is just racing. We've got a million things going. And you, you probably do this as well. I do this. When I lay, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to think about that anymore. I'm gonna, and, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But that's my goal. And I, I still work on that today. I try to think on good things. Um, you know, I'll, I'll try to, you know, and, uh, you know if, if, you're, if you're a believer like I am, so now you start quoting those scriptures. God, I need that peace. I need that peace past all understanding right now. God, you said it. You said it again. you'd provide it, God. And, and I just kind of start going with that. And listen, on the ACT, there ain't nothing wrong with that either. All right? I did it every, every test I took. I'd put on the front of my booklet. I wrote it on, on the front of every ACT I took. Do your best. God will do the rest. And I would do that. I'd say, God, you, you're in control of this. You're in control of this. And that helped me a bunch. And so I, I would just say on the length of test or whatever, try to tell yourself, I will think of nothing but what I'm doing for the next so many minutes or on this part. Uh, it's kind of like, you. You. I remember I was at a uh, Oklahoma State football game and you know, it was, it was crazy, man. It's loud. It's going nuts. And, uh, I, I, I kind of bumped Shelly and I said, check out that kid down there. And there was a kid right down in the middle. Everybody's standing up going nuts. And this kid's right down the middle and he had a little uh, game system and he's down there. He's just playing his game. I said, that boy has no idea what just happened. He has no idea. We're all up here going nuts. I said, that boy is lost in that game system. I want to be that boy. I want to be that boy that says, you know what? Yes, the ACD is stupid. Yes, I hate it. Yes, I don't want to do this. But listen, I'm going to get lost in this test. And for the short moment of my life, it's worth it. I'm going to think about nothing but it. And I'm going to beat this thing. And you know, if you do that, I always say a little sacrifice now is a lot of reward later. No sacrifice now. That's a lot of that. You know, when you're having to do that part-time job in college and you're having to do all that hours and hours and hours of stuff. Listen, man, you don't want to have to do that. So get busy now, stay focused and avoid those distractions. So there is my nine distractions and ways to avoid them or ways to stay focused even in the midst of them. And hopefully that helps you just a little. All right. Well, I want to tell you a couple reviews that we had on Apple Podcasts uh, recently. And the first one came from Miss Ware. She said, Chad is so informative and energetic in his ACT prep workshops and podcasts. He helps students feel confident about the ACT and outlines the most effective ways to take each subject on the test. Very appreciative. He shares his knowledge and approaches with students. Ms. Ware, thank you so much. I've already reached out um, to Ms. Ware. I'm sending her a copy of QBQ, question behind the question, uh, from the podcast episode I did with the author, John Miller. So we're going to be sending her one. Uh, I said I was going to do that for a uh, uh, Apple podcast review. And so there is the one that I'm giving. I had another review uh, came in just the other day. Um, and it just says from Hanahar04. And it just simply said, 
great podcast for ACT. And thank you so much, Hannah, for leaving that and Ms. Ware for leaving yours. Those mean a lot. And I want to definitely read those to say thank you uh, here on the podcast. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode. Again, go to chadcargill.com or calendar.chadcargill.com. See those upcoming classes. Man, I'd love to see you at a workshop. And if you have questions you want me to answer, I mean, just like this one I got this week on how do I stay focused? Hey, if you got a great question, send it to me. Email me, chad at chadcargill.com. Hit me on the Chad Cargill Workshops Facebook page or hit me at a workshop and give me that question. And uh, I may do a whole episode on it just like I did this one. I hope you guys have a great week and join me again next Thursday. I'll be back with a brand new episode. Until then, work hard, get after it, man. The test is coming. Don't wait till the last minute. I know you can beat this thing. Stay focused. I'll talk to you again soon.